This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This episode brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're driving, cleaning, and even exercising. But what if you could be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. And auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Multitask right now. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Welcome into another episode of Believe in the ATP Tour. I'm your host, Jacob Sersosimo, and today you are listening on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? This episode is exciting to me because the year has officially started. The Australian Open has officially started. It started on Monday, January 20th. And if you're if you're planning on watching the Australian Open in the States, it's gonna be a little different because it started on Monday. But the matches go on Sunday because they're ahead of they're ahead of us. So the night matches actually start at like 4 a.m., 3 a.m. Um, the the day before technically. So say it started on Monday. Um, the night matches Monday night will are live Monday morning at 4 a.m. in the United States or at 3 a.m. Something like that. But so if you if you're watching or plan to watch the Australian Open, you might want to. Uh, change your sleep schedule a little bit or um, just plan on re- watching the reruns the next day or waking up and just looking at the at the scores. That's what I ca- am kind of doing. I'm kind of watching a little bit of all. Um, I'm watching it be- at night before I go to bed, which is a majority of the day matches. And then when I wake up, I get my recap in, um, check all the match scores, check the highlights, check um, some of the news. I, you can check it on ESPN, the Australian Open as an app. But this is one of those majors that is really difficult to watch because of the dramatic, dramatic time difference. Um, but needless to say, a lot of stuff happened in day one. So I'm going to recap a little bit of, of day one. There was rain, so they didn't finish day one. But I'm going to recap a little bit of day one, and then I'll get into the rest of the tournament. And day two will be starting on Tuesday, and we can just talk a little bit about what's going on. So day one reaction, um, Berrettini... He won. He walked. Um, the big, a big match for me was Sam Query played uh, Chorich, and Sam Query beat him in three straight sets. Now I don't know if Chorich has been off lately or what the case may be, but for Query to beat him in three straight sets, six three, six four, six four, was a little shocking to me because Chorich is number twenty five in the world, and for him to lose like that really surprised me in straight sets. Um, like I said, a lot of the matches got suspended or got canceled. Riley Opelka is playing uh, Fabio Fognini and is up two sets to zero, and they just started the third set. And so that will go into the third day. Uh, this one kind of surprised me too. Fognini's number 12, uh, ranked 12 in this tournament, so I expect a little bit more out of him. The shocker of the tournament so far is Denis Shapovalov coming in at ranked number 13, and he lost to... Fasovics, um, Fasovics, I believe you might pronounce it, but he lost in four sets. I mean, lost the first set 6-3, won the second in a tiebreaker, and then lost the third 6-1. 
and then lost the fourth in a tiebreaker. Um, I think a lot of people really expected more out of Chapo. I know I did. I think if you listen to last week's podcast, I say someone that's going to make a run at the Australian Open is Denis Shapovalov. I don't know if he's burnt himself out from the tournaments in the ATP Cup, and he made a really good run at the Davis Cup. He made a really good run at the ATP Cup. Um, stuff like that. I don't know if there's too much pressure on him, if he's played too much. There's probably a lot of factors that go into this. If you listen to my podcast with Mason Bolchi, he said he might have been burnt out last year around the U.S. Open time, and he might be there as well because his offseason, I don't believe it was much of an offseason. I mean, he went the distance in the Davis Cup. Next thing you know, he turns around, plays in the ATP Cup, and that turnaround is faster than it has been in the past. So I don't know if he's not used to it. He's also still very young. Um, So don't take this as, you know, he's screwed. He's 13 in the world. This is his highest rank. I still look for him to have a really, really, really good year this year. So don't count Denis Shapovalov just out just quite yet. Let's keep on moving. Uh, Yannick Sinner, my favorite, um, my favorite youngster. Yannick Sinner is winning two sets to zero. That got suspended as well. If you, like I said, if you want to continue to watch this, you can download the Australian Open app. Everything's on there. You can watch everything. You can watch highlights. Um, the Tennis Channel and ESPN and stuff are covering it. So if you want to watch through them, follow them on social media, you'll be able to see a lot more and they'll give you an up-to-date. They're going to be behind because of the rain, but Australia really needed the rain because of the fires. So sometimes you got to roll with the punches, especially in tennis. There's only so many indoor courts, but they did get some matches done. Um, Landero lost to uh, Grigor Dimitrov last night. Um, Grigor Dimitrov lost first set 4-6, then rolled 6-2, 6-0, 6-4. Dimitrov's outfit, if you can look up on social media or even online, Grigor Dimitrov's Australian Open outfit... It is, I actually enjoy it. I'm one of the more, um, I'm kind of in the the new outfits and wearing flamboyant colors and wearing something that's mismatched and something wild and crazy and being the only one to do it. And right now, I think Grigor Dimitrov is the only one to wear that outfit. Um, it's kind of wild, but I'm kind of a huge fan. Um, I'm also a big fan of Dimitrov, so that kind of helps. Um, but if you have a chance to look, go check that out because... Wow, it is something to see. Um, let's keep moving down the list here. Um, Feder beats Stevie Johnson. No one shocked. 6-3, 6-2, Feder looks stunning on Rod Laver Arena last night. He was just smooth, very good. He looked very good, looked very poised, looked very in control, looked to his advantage to take the ATP Cup off. He said his training was very strenuous. He worked hard in the offseason this year, so good for him. Um, look for Federer to make a run. He's number three seed, and he played outstanding. Caruso lost to Stefano Tsitsipas last night as well. Uh, 6-0, 6-2, 6-3, Tsitsipas rolls. This might be the year that Tsitsipas makes another big run at the Australian Open. So I actually wouldn't, wouldn't be upset about that. Tsitsipas is playing really well right now. He played really well. Um, he played really well in the ATP Finals, and he's played well ever since. Uh, pretty much ever since he lost at the US Open. Um, Cole Schreiber, he won. He beat Guerin, the American. Uh, let's keep moving down. I know there's more matches that didn't get played because of the rain. Um, Feliciano Lopez, he's still playing. Batista Agut, tough one for those Spaniards right there. I know they're good pals because they played in the ATP Cup together, Davis Cup, from the same country. But I think Batista Agut, he won the first set. He's um, on serve in the second set, 2-1. Rain got to that one, but I think Batista Gut will run out with that one because he's simply better. I mean, there's no other way to put it. Kyle Edmund, 
That got uh, rained out. And then Novak Djokovic last night actually took him four sets to win that against Struff. But Novak Djokovic did come out on top, won the first set in a tiebreaker, won the second set 6-2, 2-6. He lost the third set, came back, and won 6-1 in the third set. I know it probably goes without saying, but Djokovic is going to be someone to watch in this tournament. Um, Let's go to some of the matches that are going to be coming up on the second half of round one. I know that um, there are going to be some good ones. Um, Chardy is going to play Goffin. That'll be a good one. This side of the bracket's actually pretty swell because it's um, got Sverev, Kyrgios, Vavrinka, Monfils, Nadal, Team, Medvedev. Um, a good first-round match I would watch. I don't know if it's going to be much of a match, but I think it might be one of the most entertaining first-round matches. Is going to be Francis Tiafo and Daniil Medvedev. Uh, they will play. They're supposed to play in day two, whether that happens or not because of the rain. Not sure. I'm sure they're in an indoor court. Um, but like I said, I still don't really know, um, where they're going to be. Um, I don't know the Melbourne setup as well as I knew the New York one. Let's put it that way. Um, last night, uh, unbelievable in first round matches, Coco Goff beats Venus Williams. And I don't think a lot of people were shocked by it, but it was a little bit of a head scruncher because those two played in Wimbledon and Coco Goff ended up beating Venus Williams. That's kind of when she got her big break. And now Coco Goff beats her first round at the Australian Open. Now, I think Coco Goff is the better player. It's kind of a it's kind of hard to see Venus Williams go down like that. She lost in two sets, 7-5 um, in the tiebreaker. The first set Goff won and then 6-3 in the second. I, she just can't play like she used to. Venus Williams can't. But Coco Goff is the up-and-coming, and she is the future of tennis. So she's definitely someone to keep watching. Um, Sloane Stevens, number four in the world, she loses on the women's side. Um, I don't. Ever since she won the U.S. Open, she's, I mean, to be frank with you, she's kind of been disappointing. Um, and then we'll move on to, we'll look at Serena Williams won last night, Caroline Wozniacki. I think I'm really on Caroline Wozniacki's side on this whole tournament. I really want her to do well. It's her last tournament before she retires. Now, I don't know if she's going to retire for good or maybe start a family and come back like Kim Kleisters did. I have no idea, but I would put money she comes back. I I'm, Don't ask me to, but I think... I have a strong, I mean, she's only like 31, so take a few years off, and she's in such good shape, and she trains so well that I think I think she'll be back. Uh, Ash Barty went the, went the distance last night, lost the first, um, lost first set, and then ends up winning the last two, but the Australian Open this year is something to um, really be excited about because of the bushfires, and not, not saying I'm excited about the bushfires, but... The rally that's been behind the Australian Open and the way that the players have come together and the way that Nick Kyrgios has really brought the players together is something that needs to come out more in in, in sports, in sports in general, and especially tennis. A lot of things don't happen, like, uh, like what's going on in Australia, and especially while they're there, while all the players are in Australia, and then they come together. This is truly something remarkable, and I think the energy from that rally for relief and the energy from everything that's been going on has bled 
into the Australian Open. And it's really good to see. You can tell the players are walking around with an extra, you know, not chip on their shoulder, but an extra, you know, weight on their shoulder. Not in a bad way, though. Like an extra motivation. Put put on a good crowd or put on a good show for the crowd. Put on a good, you know, put on a good front. Have a lot of fun. Not only compete well, but have a lot of fun. And you need to compete where your highest you thought you were. They seem like they're competing above that for these Australian crowds. So it's really good to see. And I think look throughout the tournament for more stuff to come out like this because because of how big this um, how big this tournament is and how big the bushfires are and the support surrounding them. So if you're watching the Australian Open, I encourage you to keep an eye on the side courts. In these first rounds, they play a lot of those um, first round matches that are um, not very good. Like the Stevie Johnson Federer match was not very good last night, but they still showed the whole thing. But I would encourage you to try to find a channel where you can watch more than one. And I think those are the best channels. If you can't watch it overnight, watch it during the day. They rerun them during the day. Um, and if you really can't watch them at all, stay up to date on the Australian Open app. Follow it on social media. This is one of the best tournaments in the world. It's top four, obviously, because it's a Grand Slam, but um, it's the only second hardcore one behind the um, U.S. Open. So I do think this is a special tournament. I do encourage everybody to follow along with it, and this is where people really rank themselves for the whole year, see how they do. So I w- would encourage you to follow some of your favorite players. When you get into the Australian Open app, um, it tells it asks you what players you want to follow up on and get notifications for. So I would encourage everybody to do that because I think that is um, a great idea. But they are running a little bit behind in the Australian Open, so bear with them. Um, there's a lot of good tennis left to be played in the Australian Open. And, the, and that final day, I believe it's on a weekend if you want to. I've done it a few times with my sister. Stay up. Watch the match. It starts at 2.30 or 3, goes until 5 or 6 a.m., but it is definitely worth it because some of the best finals that have ever been played have been at the Australian Open. Um, So I think that's it for today. Um, I'm going to run it a little short because the Australian Open, um, it has started, but it's not really started yet. Um, I'm going to wait. Next week, the podcast should be popping because a lot of things are going to happen in the next six days and um, there'll be a lot of headlines, a lot of stories to talk about. And I'm really excited for this Australian Open, if you can't already tell. So make sure to keep listening right here on the Believe Podcast Network. I'll try to put as much on my social media as possible at Jacob Sersosimo, J-A-C-O-B-C-E-R-S-O-S-I-M-O. If you're looking to sponsor, you can sponsor and reach out to at Believe Podcast. That's B-L-E-A-V Podcast, not only on social media, but Believe.com. And um, stay up to date on all things tennis. If you want to hear more about a, about American tennis, you can listen to Justin Thompson's podcast, Believe in American Tennis, also on the Believe Podcast Network. But it's, it's a very exciting time for tennis in the next few weeks. Following the Australian Open um, are going to be some of the most entertaining weeks of the year. So I encourage you to do so. And I appreciate you for listening. And take care. Have a good rest of your week. And watch the Australian Open. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? 
That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.